This is the MLW Radio Network. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy, Blackheart, the head honcho off the Top Roast Podcast. If you love independent and professional wrestling and like all the juicy gossip of the wrestling industry, then look no further than here, OTTR Headquarters. You can catch us on Facebook, Twitch, and Facebook groups, and whatever that you get your podcast from with our, with our latest Last Week of Wrestling, After Darts, Under Boss's Hard Taste, and now our new upcoming trivia game show, Wrestling Every, coming soon. So if you like what you've seen, you love professional wrestling, you love independent wrestling, you love everything about wrestling just yourself, give us a tune. You know, you would not regret it. Blackheart out. Everyone knows a lot of things can change in the span of 10 years. But when it comes to professional wrestling podcasting, one thing is still guaranteed. The Shining Wizards is the only place to get all the latest wrestling news, interviews with the greatest guests, and of course, tons of laughs in discussing the world of wrestling. The show is still available on Monday nights at 7 p.m. East on RantDMRadio.com and Rant Entertainment Media on the TuneIn app. And it's still available on all podcasting platforms. To check us out, head over to ShiningWizards.com where it's still wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. Are you tired of prediction shows? Do you want to fantasy book the companies? Does Bigfoot even really exist? If you answered yes to any of those questions, then check out the podcast that isn't a podcast. Every Tuesday and Thursday, the standing streamer stands and delivers as he and Vanessa talk about all that's going on in pro wrestling today. Plus, see in-depth conversations with people in and around the wrestling world as guests share their stories and insights about making it in the business. The Putting You Over Podcast. Putting your weeknights over every Tuesday and Thursday. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening and good night. My name is Thomas and what's your name? Uh, I'm Alan. Alan. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. We're brothers. That's right. Yeah, yeah the mother, same mother and father. Your room was... Oh, we shared a room. Shared a room. For we shared a room. Thought I knew your face. Yeah, we so go we... way back, mate. Yeah. yeah. We should do a podcast then. Uh, we have. We do. We do a podcast. We do a podcast. What's it called? The Brocast. Yeah, that was planned. Yeah, yeah. Well, what do we do? Well, we cover all different things in the world of pop culture. We're talking about comic books. We're talking about professional wrestling, and we're talking about movies. Go back and watch classic retro wrestling events, the likes of WWE, WCW, and if you do like that, you can check us out on Apple iTunes, also on Podbean, Anchor, and on Podknife. Also, check us out on Twitter at the Broadcast. That's B R O. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Ending. Yeah, it's all right. Good on you. Yeah. Instagram also at the Broadcast Podcast. Remember, we don't spell it with a C. We spell it with a K. Sorry, mate. Take it easy. Two Heels and a Face Wrestling Podcast believes wrestling is a buffet. There's something there for everyone. These guys cover local Chicago indie scene, and all of their episodes can be found at twoheelsandaface.com. The number two heelsandaface.com Hey everyone, my name is referee Tony S and this is Heat, the wrestling podcast. Like you first and foremost, I'm a wrestling fan and for nearly two decades I've maintained law and order inside the squared circle in New England and throughout the country, working with some of the best and brightest from wrestling's past, present, and future. Now, I bring my authoritative tell-it-like-it-is style to the podcast world. Join me each week as we go through all the major headlines from the global companies, independents, and in-between. 
and most importantly, the women will receive the coverage and headlines they truly deserve as they'll empower the second half of the show. Plus, I'll introduce you to my friends and colleagues within all forms of wrestling and entertainment, answer your questions, anything goes, no holds, well, questions barred, and throw in some fun surprises along the way. Get ready for the spark that fuels the flame. Listen on Spotify, Anchor, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to another episode of Headlines brought to you by the MLW Radio Network and the Front Row Material brand for Monday, October the 17th, 2022. Headlines is your one-stop shop podcast that brings you all the late-breaking news in the world of wrestling, whether it's AEW, WWE, Impact Wrestling, and so many more. We're a daily podcast that brings you the late-breaking news in wrestling so you don't have to waste your time so you can get back to doing other things in your day. With that being said, let's go ahead and let's get right to the headlines. Starting over on e-wrestling news, Joshua Jones is writing in at this hour. Soraya is set to return on this week's AEW Dynamite. Now, more information is being revealed right now, but more information will be forthcoming as well as it gets closer to AEW's Big Dynamite this coming Tuesday night from Cincinnati, Ohio. Soraya is set to make her debut on AEW Dynamite this week. Now, the former Page star missed last week's show in Toronto, Canada because she was visiting family over in the UK. As of as right now, she's not advertised for any specific segment or match. Now, additionally, William Regal will speak on Tuesday night's Dynamite as well. All Elite Wrestling has made the announcement that a Regal interview with Tony Schiavone will be happening as well. For more information, continue following e-wrestling news and more information on Tuesday Night Dynamite will be forthcoming. Matt Hardy is making news at this hour. David Esposito is writing in while Matt Hardy is so happy that Bray Wyatt has finally returned to the WWE. Now, Hardy and Wyatt captured the tag team gold together back in 2018, defeating The Bar, which was Sheamus and Cesaro for the vacant titles in Saudi Arabia. Speaking on the latest edition of the Extreme Life of Matt Hardy podcast, the broken one and current AEW wrestler shared his thoughts on the return of Bray Wyatt in WWE. This is what he had to say. I'm so happy for him. He loves wrestling. But it was one of those things that, towards the end, he was burnt out in so many ways. He was frustrated with a lot of Vince's decisions. And I think to see him back now and doing what he loves to do, he's back because he's passionate and he loves it. For more information on everything Bray Wyatt, continue following Matt Hardy on all forms of social media and continue following WWE program to find out what's going to be happening next with Bray Wyatt. Jeff Hardy is making news at this hour. Jeff Hardy is ordered to be back in court this week. And there's some more information about a meet and greet with Tony Khan. All Elite Wrestling President Tony Khan will be doing a meet and greet Thursday at 4.30 p.m. in Jacksonville, Florida. Now, the meet and greet will be free for all fans who've purchased a ticket for Friday night's episode of AEW Rampage. Now, AEW's social media account has been advertising this on Twitter today, and you can find all that information if you follow them. Jeff Hardy will have a pretrial meeting hearing this week on his DUI charges that happened in Florida. Now, the hearing will take place on Wednesday. Hardy's lawyer waived the right to a speedy trial and requested that the hearing be pushed back 60 days. Hardy has been ordered to appear in court once again this upcoming Wednesday. For more information on Jeff Hardy and his legal matters, continue following e-wrestling news and more information will be forthcoming. 
Once again, Matt Hardy is making news today. Matt Hardy discusses a bad taste storyline that WWE had pitched for this for the Hardy Boys. During a recent appearance on Busted Open Radio, AEW wrestler Matt Hardy commented on the past WWE storylines that involved him and his brother, and he thought they were in bad taste. Now, this is what he had to say. I agree, they were in bad taste. They were bad calls in the big scheme of things. When my brother was back, he obviously had his struggles over the years with addiction and alcohol, and obviously most recently. Then they put him back on TV in an addict alcoholism angle, and I feel like it was really in bad taste. I think you won't be seeing much of that anymore, especially with Triple H in charge. That's something that would be underneath him, and that would be underneath Tony Khan as well. He is very forward-thinking. He loves to be progressive, and he realizes that people have real-life struggles and have to separate themselves from their business. You really shouldn't abuse people and make light of what's going on in their personal lives on television. For more information, continue following, once again, The Secret Life of Matt Hardy, The Extreme Life of Matt Hardy, and all things Matt Hardy on social media. Ryan Clark's writing in at this hour about Tony Storm. Tony Storm is really sick and tired of being the interim champion, and she wants a match with Thunder Rosa to go ahead and just make it official. AEW interim women's champion Tony Storm recently spoke with Bleacher Report to discuss a variety of professional wrestling topics, including her run in AEW and being working with Jade Cargill potentially in the future. Now, on her run so far in AEW, she would go on to say, I've really loved it so far. I really love putting myself in AEW. That's my life right now. I'm on the road with him every week and I'm enjoying it. I get to get out there and compete in front of crowds in the United States and in Canada, which is awesome. Tony Storm would also go on to say how much she loves the locker room right now and how it's filled with so much wonderful, hardworking people. She would also say it feels like home and I really feel like I found a family in AEW. If you'd like to find out more information about what Tony Storm had to say and how she's ready to go ahead and end this nonsense of the interim championship, go ahead and read the article trending right now over on eWrestling News with Ryan Clark. Dax Harwood says someone needs to hire Willie Mack. And we have some updated information on Ricky Starks' anniversary. AEW wrestler Ricky Starks took to Twitter on Sunday to celebrate his 11-year anniversary in professional wrestling, which took place at Texas for Anarchy Championship Wrestling. He went on to say this, I had my first official match 11 years ago today. Now, FTR's Dax Harwood took to Twitter over the weekend to praise Willie Mack, who is currently a free agent. Here is what he had to say. For the love of God, somebody needs to hire this man. He's absolutely money. For more information on everything that's happening in AEW and Dax Harwood and Ricky Starks, continue following eWrestling News. Soraya is providing people with an update on her neck injury. Ryan Clark's writing in at this hour for eWrestling News. Soraya recently returned to the world of wrestling, making her AEW debut on an episode of Dynamite several weeks ago. Now, during a recent appearance on Talk is Jericho podcast, the former Paige commented on her status as it's regarding to her neck and if she has been able to heal enough. Here's what she said. It's good. Yeah, I really feel healthy now. My neck feels fantastic. I would definitely want to take it slow this time around. And if there is any type of physicality, I just really want to take care of my body at this stage. Because as much as I would love to rush into the ring and do all of these things and matches, I know that it can't happen too fast. I just need to take things as slow as possible. 
Now, on taking her time to heal, here's what she said. Yeah, it just took time because even if you do exercises and therapy and whatever else, you're always going to be on the mend. And then there's all that fluid that surrounds the disc. I have six screws in one area, and that's just one area. Now, there's no fluid by my spinal cord right now, but over time, it all just comes back. It's just a slow process. And after a while, too, it's all the metal. And it's all the mental aspect of it that goes into it as well. Will I be well enough to go out and perform? Because now I'm scared. What am I going to do? So, you know what? I just got to get over that hump. I still have that mental block a little bit. But I feel like once I get in the ring with the right person, I'm going to feel much, much more comfortable. And it reminds me when I did a match with AJ Lee at SummerSlam. She couldn't take a bump much either. So, the whole match, we weren't taking any bumps at all. I was like... I want to go back to being that careful. I will take a bump, but I'm not trying to be a bump monkey anymore. For more information on Soraya and when we could potentially expect to see her in an AEW ring, continue following eWrestling News for more information. We got backstage news planned on a documentary that's going to be happening inside AEW. Andrew Ravens is writing in at this hour. All Elite Wrestling is slated to film a new behind-the-scenes documentary. Now, according to a report from Fightful, the promotion informed its talent and staff this past week that there is a company that's coming in to produce a new documentary show. Now the show will focus on the behind the scenes aspect of a group of wrestlers from within the company. Filming will begin on November 2nd at AEW's Dynamite TV tapings in Chesapeake Bay, Baltimore, Maryland and wrap up on December the 14th at the Curtis Caldwell Center in Garland, Texas. AEW did give wrestlers the option of not being involved in the project if they did not want to, which once again is supposed to air at some point in 2023. AEW President Tony Khan will serve as the executive producer. Shad Media executive producer Sam Burns will assist Khan on the show, and it'll be a collaboration between Warner Brothers Discovery and Shed Media. For more information on all this, continue following all forms of AEW on social media and, of course, eWrestling News, as it will give you more information on the project. We have news on Kenny Omega. Now, Thomas Lawson's writing in at this hour. Kenny Omega was blocked from sending in a video to the Triple Mania event that was happening down in Mexico. Now, many people realize that he's right now suspended from AEW, but unfortunately, that also means he is not able to participate in any way, shape, or form in any other promotions. AAA had actually hoped that Kenny Omega would be able to appear at the recent Triple Mania event, which was supposed to be headlined with a cleaner, but those plans got scrapped. Omega, a former AAA Mega Champion, is currently serving a suspension from AEW due to his role in the all-out backstage fight. Now, speaking in a recent video, AAA head of talent Conan asked if Omega could at least send in a video. Now, the plan was being to have the video air after the Mega Championship match was over. Omega said that he would be unable to provide the video due to legal issues stemming from the ongoing investigation to everything that happened at All Out 2022. With more information, follow eWrestling News and continue following Kenny Omega on all forms of social media. Ty Conti thanks AEW and WWE with a very emotional message. Now, Ty Conti, also known as Tay Mello, has worked hard to become one of the players in the AEW women's division, but it hasn't been quite that easy. Since joining AEW, she's improved her in-ring skills and fans have seen her grow. Now, in a post on Twitter, she thanked both WWE and AEW for the opportunities that they both have given her. She 
she would go on to say, and I quote, I'm grateful for every opportunity I've had in my life. Thank you, WWE, to find me and offer me a future I could never imagine where I would have been. And thank you to AEW for giving me a second chance to show me things that were not done before, and I'm just once again at the beginning. Thank you again, Pro Wrestling. Now, Conte is currently aligned with her husband, Sammy Guevara, as the AAA World Mixed Tag Team Champions, and they are also a part of the Jericho Appreciation Society on AEW television. For more information, continue following eWrestling News, and more information will be coming forward. If you're enjoying this podcast, remember, Headlines is your one-stop shop podcast that brings you all the late-breaking news in wrestling. Whether it's AEW, WWE, or any other promotion for that matter, we bring you all the latest updated information with the backstage news is and the recent interviews. We're a daily podcast that's free of charge anywhere fine podcasts are made available. With that being said, let's go ahead and let's get right back to the headlines. Ryan Clark is writing in at this hour. Rob Van Dam discusses CM Punk's massive ego and the mindset that CM Punk has. During a recent live event for Inside the Ropes, WWE Hall of Famer Rob Van Dam commented on CM Punk's ego and how the business looks at someone with Punk's type of ego. Now, this is what Van Dam said specifically about Punk's ego. Anyway, CM Punk probably has a big ego as anybody I can ever think of in the business. No, I'm not saying that's necessarily a bad thing. It depends on how you take it. But I think he believes that he really is the best, you know? He's the best in the world. I learned years ago that strippers can be fun to date as long as they leave the gimmick at work and don't bring it home so they can just be normal. Now on how the business looks at someone who has the ego that CM Punk has, this is what Van Damme said. If you're able to come back in the dressing room and still be that same guy that you were in the ring, that really says a lot. And you're really out there to prove everything to someone. But you know what? The business is key like that. Business looks at people like that and says, dude, man, you're believing your own hype. If you'd like to find out more about what Rob Van Dam had to say, and he did say a lot about CM Punk, continue following E-Wrestling News and more information will be forthcoming. Chris Jericho is commenting on Bray Wyatt's return to the WWE. AEW wrestler and current Ring of Honor world champion Chris Jericho was a big fan of Bray Wyatt's return and his return promo that took place on Friday night's episode of SmackDown. When asked by a fan on his thoughts, Jericho replied with the following, I didn't buy a word of it and I love it. If you'd like to find out more about what Jericho had to say, follow him on social media and follow this article that's trending over on E-Wrestling News. Ryan Clark's also writing at this hour, Trent Beretta's mother, Sue, writes a new children's book. Now, Trent Beretta's mother, known as Sue on AEW programming, is now writing a children's book. Sue's new book, which is entitled Hot Chips, Mad Fish, and Other Tales, was released this past week. Now, Hot Chips, Mad Fish, and Other Tales contains five funny, easy, decodable stories brought to life by adorable and humorous illustrations. These stories only include short vowel words, the first concept taught in an Orton-Gillingham program. Now, Pat and his friends will capture your hearts and you will laugh out loud with delight as you read these stories with your children. With more information on all this, continue following 
e-wrestling news and we'll have more information. MJF is writing in on who he thinks would be on his Mount Rushmore. Now, MJF has said a lot of things recently, but one thing he definitely says is Triple H belongs on the Mount Rushmore of professional wrestling. Recently, MJF had some comments on the Not Sam Wrestling podcast. He commented on why Triple H belongs on his Mount Rushmore, and he would also put some other names on there as well. But now, why Triple H belongs on his Mount Rushmore in particular? This is what MJF had to say. If we were only talking about the wrestling career, I think he still winds up there. The Rock, Steve Austin, Kurt Angle, Edge, Brian Danielson. I mean, there's so many other names like Randy Orton, Batista, Ric Flair. Even at one point, look at all these different people. And I'm forgetting a lot of people too. And it's because he was so incredibly hated. And he went through the curtain and he entered that ring and he put up with all of it. If Wheeler Yuta was standing across from him, they would chant Yuta's name. Now, who does that remind you of? He would also go on to say, who else would be on his Mount Rushmore in addition to Triple H? He would go on to say the other names would be Rock and Austin again. It was incredible. Flair would be on his. Piper would be on his. Yeah, Piper. Yep. I think I've pretty much contributed my four. With more information on everything that he has to say about his Mount Rushmore, continue following MJF on all forms of social media and continue following E-Wrestling News. Thomas Lawson's writing in on this hour about former referee Mike Chioda. Mike Chioda had been with WWE for 30 plus years before he was recently released from the company. Now Chioda has spent some time in AEW as well, but also is doing a podcast. All Elite Wrestling President Tony Khan has cut down on some of his interviews that he's given as of late, and there's some opinions and comments on whether or not the media scrum should be happening at all. After the September event, new AEW World Champion CM Punk gave some explosive comments about Kenny Omega, The Young Bucks, Eggman, Adam Page, and Colt Cabana. Now, Khan was present during his comments, but he did not intervene or even stop. He was just shying away from all of it. What followed was a fight that resulted in Punk, Omega, and the Bucks being removed from all forms of AEW TV and the respective titles being stripped of them. During a recent episode on the Universal Wrestling Podcast, Kyoto expressed his belief that Khan should cut down on his media scrum and his appearances. He would go on to say, To me, it's just my opinion, but Tony Khan should stay off of those press conferences, stay off of a lot of them. Speaking about Punk, Kyoto said that he has nothing but respect for the now former AEW World Champion. I have nothing but respect for CM Punk, man. He's always respected me in my career working that I've had with him as well. It was great to see him back in AEW, and I've only seen him for a quick minute, for only about five minutes. We talked a little bit in Vegas, and I don't know the whole story of what happened either. Now, there is a belief that Punk could be fired from AEW after the investigation is concluded, but you can find out more about everything that happened in AEW and what Mike Kyoto's feelings are as far as Tony Khan's involvement in media going forward. Now, AEW is Set to host a free meet and greet with John Moxley. Ryan Clark's writing in at this hour. All Elite Wrestling took to Twitter to announce a free meet and greet with John Moxley on Monday. This will be the day prior to Tuesday night's AEW Dynamite in Cincinnati. Now the signing will take place at the Heritage Bank Arena at 4:30 p.m. local time. Fans who have a ticket to Dynamite will be able to get a photo with Moxley. He will not be signing any items though. With more information on all this, continue following E Wrestling News. More information about the AEW 
world champion will be forthcoming. The Kingdom's reaction to AEW's debut on Rampage. We also have some new Hikaru Shida and Tony Storm news. Former AEW Women's World Champion Hikaru Shida will be facing off against Tony Storm for the interim championship on Dynamite. Shida took to Twitter to hype the bout, saying that she will be the first ever two-time women's champion, and she believes she has a good chance at winning at that. Following last night's episode of AEW Rampage, Lexi Nair spoke to the Kingdom's Maria Kanellis, Mike Bennett, and Matt Taven. They had a lot to say about now officially being an AEW. If you'd like to find that out, you can follow Maria Kanellis Bennett on all forms of social media, and you can also check out the highlights of the interview. Now, let's continue with all of the headlines. Continuing with the headlines, Bobby Lashley was once pitched a idea for a storyline about severe depression. Now, Andrew Ravens is writing in at this hour. Bobby Lashley revealed in an interesting idea that he once pitched to Vince McMahon during an appearance on the Not Sam Wrestling podcast with Sam Roberts. The former WWE champion came up with an idea for an angle about a year or two ago when he would go through some severe depression after losing a match. This is what Bobby had to say. I told Vince about a year or so ago, maybe two, I don't know. I told him, I want to do this character. He said, what is it? I said, if I get beat one time, I'll just go into this severe depression and put on like 40, 50, 60, maybe 70 pounds and just be completely fat and out of shape and a different kind of character. Somebody who's not going to be on my side and people will have to pull me back and the crowd will watch this big transition from me. And he said, that's no way you can do that, man. Man, no. I don't think so. For more information on the storyline that Bobby Lashley attempted to pitch to Vince McMahon, continue following e-wrestling news, and more information will be forthcoming. That's going to do it for the headlines for today for Monday, October the 17th, 2022. If you enjoy this, continue following this podcast. We're a daily podcast that's free of charge anywhere fine podcasts are made available. With that being said, my name is Mike Freeland, and I will catch you on the next episode of Headlines. My name is Mike Freeland, and if you're looking for an exciting wrestling podcast to add to your library, then look no further than the Front Row Material brand. Each and every week, I sit down with some of the most exciting superstars in the world of wrestling, from upcoming stars in the indies to dedicated veterans of the squared circle. I also host a daily podcast called Headlines, which gives you the updated information on all your favorite superstars in all your favorite promotions, giving you not only the backstage look, but also what are the industry experts saying about things. And finally, join myself and my my executive producer, The Rit, where we talk about everything in the world of professional wrestling all across the landscape, from storylines to interviews to what's happening and what we think is going to be happening the next time you turn on your TV. Don't miss it. It's the Front Row Material brand brought to you by the MLW Radio Network. The world of MLW Radio never stops.